Welcome to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dank. How's your week going so far? Do you have specific objectives you are trying to accomplish in your life? And how do you find motivation to reach these goals? Let's talk today about the two mental triggers that drive you to accomplish your goals. Expectation of reward or fear of punishment. So let's go back about 10 years ago. I had just moved to Vietnam and that was the beginning of a new adventure for me. I was starting a new life in a new country, a new culture and all by myself. So the first few weeks uh, I was staying in the hotel and I met some cool guys there. Especially that was during Lunar New Year, which made the city very empty. And most people had gone back to their hometown to celebrate New Year. So we were just a few foreigners in the hotel and then we started hanging out. And life there in the beginning was so simple. We would just go out every night, have some fun, drink. The next day would be more relaxing, playing pool, playing darts, the type of life you only have during your vacation, really. But after some time, it gets a bit old, right? You need to find new activities. You need to find something different to do, which is the reason why we decided to go play bowling. Yes, one more activity on the list. And we went play bowling and there were three of us. To make it more fun or more interesting or more challenging, we saw that next to the bowling alley was a pizza hut. And pizza hut just had come out with their uh, sausage stuffed crust pizza. You know, that pizza with a sausage stuffed inside the crust on the edge of the pizza. And we looked at it and we figured, you know what, let's make the game more interesting. And the loser of the game will have to eat this sausage stuffed crust pizza. Obviously on the picture, it, it looked nothing appetizing. And I think none of us were ready to lose and have to eat that stuff. So that was the, the bet for the day. The goal was to eat that pizza for the loser, which means you had one chance out of three to eat that stuff. And I thought about that day because one of the guys present there actually messaged me a few weeks ago and, and we talked about that. We were reminiscing about those cool days when we first met. Yeah, we talked about it and I thought, it all came down to motivation. The fact is that there was an incentive to either win or not to be last. If I remember correctly, I came out of this game second out of three. So I didn't lose, but I didn't win either. But in this case, I somehow I, I won because I didn't have to eat that stuff, that pizza. But notice what I said in the story. What was the incentive to win? The incentive to win was not, oh, I want to be first, but I don't want to be last. And instead of shooting for an incentive that drives a positive outcome, we were all shooting to avoid a negative outcome. And that's what motivation comes down to. We actually have two choices in life. We can find what motivates us to get the best outcome looking for the best result for us, or we can decide to not get the worst outcome and therefore avoid negative outcome and negative results. Think about your own life. How do you motivate yourself to do anything at all, 
to start working on a process, to start reaching an objective. How do you do that? What is the ultimate goal that you are trying to get? And how do you want to get there? The first part will be, do you motivate yourself to reach the best outcome? And I th I'm thinking about what inspires us to get where we want to be. And usually, if you want to become a successful business person, successful employee, entrepreneurs, maybe a singer, maybe an actor, you have role models everywhere in your life. And you can look just on YouTube and find inspiring people. I don't know. Do you want to become like Elon Musk? Do you have such a big vision for society that you are trying to get there by looking at what he has accomplished and try to replicate this? Or you want to become a professional athlete? There's so many of them that you can look up to. So how do you do that? You look at people who have made it. That's a positive outcome. This is success at its best. You look at what people have done. You try to motivate yourself knowing that you can replicate that. And that gives you the inspiration to continue. This is looking for positive outcome. The only problem with that is sometimes we might feel that there's a disconnect between us and these guys that we admire so much and that we respect so much because they look like they are like almost aliens to our lives, our regular lives. We try our best to walk in their footsteps and this is great inspiration. But at some point when you start hitting obstacles, this is the part that you don't see of those celebrities. You can hear about some setbacks. For example, Elon Musk, of course, not being able to generate any profits on the company at first. And then you wonder about the sustainability of his company. But eventually, you still remember the huge milestones he clears every day, like opening a factory in China. He's, he wants to open a factory in Texas. He's talking to Volkswagen about opening maybe something in Germany or collaborating at, at least with them. But you never really hear about the, the troubles he hits on a daily basis, the doubts he faces. But when you hit those obstacles, when you feel doubt more often that you wish you could face, suddenly you realize or you convince yourself that these goals that you are shooting for are not attainable because the role models you are following are probably a different kind of people. And you are just a regular person. And you wonder, why could I even claim to be as good as he is or as she is? And then you start doubting yourself and you start wondering, is it really what I want to do? Is it really the, the carrot that I'm trying to grab and eat? Because it feels so far away, you don't even know what steps you need to take anymore. And maybe you think it's only for other people and not you. And believe me, it happens to me all the time. Like, how do you even claim to be confident on a daily basis? We've talked about confidence before, but you hit so many doubts, so many setbacks. Like, for example, today, this street noise is unbearable. And I wonder, am I even, am I even going to be able to record this episode? And you just lose faith. At some point, you wonder why, what's happening. Sometimes the positive outcome that you're looking for might seem too far away. It might feel attainable, unreachable. And is it really the way you want to go? Now, on the other hand of the spectrum, you can motivate yourself to avoid the worst outcome. And in the story I share with you today, that was the goal. The goal was to avoid eating that 
weird looking pizza. That was the incentive. So we were not trying to become the first at this game. There was nothing motivating our ego, trying to look for a positive outcome. It was really to avoid that negative outcome. I guess negativity is more striking than positivity. And it's just the way that the world goes around these days. How do broadcasts even get you to watch the news? They always stress and emphasize negativity, negative events, negative outcomes, because somehow our brain is attracted to that. Our brain is addicted to negative stuff. Something about being scandalous, something about being intriguing, about being entertaining at some point. Negativity always sells. We have a tendency to relate to negativity more than positivity just because of our surroundings and our environment. So when you're conditioned by negativity, constant negativity around you, it might feel more natural and somehow comfortable to look for negative points that you want to avoid. This is what happened in that contest that we had going with the bowling and pizza. We were trying to avoid that kind of negativity. Now, we also relate more to negativity because we might have felt more pain in the past and we might have been traumatized by some outcome. And of course, most people would have a tendency to avoid repeating this pain. I guess some would like to repeat it for some strange reason, but eventually we are trying to avoid worst outcomes. So in the past, if you face something extremely unpleasant, a negative outcome, your brain, your body, your mind tell you that I don't want to repeat the same event, the same outcome, the same pain. So we are basically in the center of a spectrum and we can tilt both ways. Either we look for positive outcomes or we look for avoiding negative outcomes. It depends. And that's the second point. This depends on the aspect of life that drives you the most at the moment. Imagine we have a lot of of things we want to accomplish in life and in different aspects of our life. It could be about work, it could be about finance, it could be about relationships, it could be about health, friendship, a lot of different aspects of life we have to consider. So ask yourself right now, what is the most important thing in your life at this moment? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to get that promotion at work? Are you trying to get your company to take off? Are you trying to really work on your marriage? Or are you trying to broaden your circle of friends, your circle of acquaintances? Or are you really taking care of your health right now and this is your main objective? Let's talk about one simple objective, financial. The financial aspect of life is extremely important. What drives you to have a healthy financial situation? Do you tell yourself, I want to become rich, I want to become wealthy and therefore be comfortable in my life? Or do you tell yourself, I don't want to be broke? And that depends. People would say on if you look at the glass half full or half empty, I believe that it's not only about convincing yourself that by being positive, everything will work out. I don't think that actually works. The thing that works though is what is your predisposition towards financial health? Have you been in a, in a situation where in your life you never really had money problems, where everything was not the easiest, but it was kind of comfortable, it was obvious, you had a job, you made money, you saved a little bit and everything was good? Or on the other hand, have you faced 
really difficult financial times in your life. Maybe because your family had financial problems or you put yourself in situations that ended up becoming a, a real burden, not only on your f bank account, but in the end on your mental state. So again, you look at it two ways. Are you looking for a positive outcome? I want to become wealthy. I want to become rich and become comfortable. Or on the other hand, you're looking to avoid that negative outcome. I definitely don't want to be broke. I don't want to struggle to pay my rent every month. I don't want to have to go to the restaurant and check every item on the menu to see which one is the cheapest. So what side are you, are you on? Now, again, if you are looking on another aspect of your life, maybe relationship, I want to live a happy marriage and do everything possible to make it work and make it grow. Or on the other hand, I don't want another divorce. And therefore, you're looking again to avoid a negative outcome. In today's story, the bad taste of pizza was more important than actually winning one game of bowling. It sounds counterintuitive, but the strength of that negative outcome actually surpassed the positive outcome of, of flattering your ego, of being the first in the competition. Because at that moment, the priority was on avoiding pain and avoiding disgusting food. So once you find what works for you best in each aspect of your life, just go for it fully. In your way you approach work, you only want to think about positive results. You want to think about a better recognition. You want to think about more clients. You want to think about more money. Then only go for positive outcomes. Maybe in a, in a relationship aspect, you had bad relationships before. Maybe thinking about avoiding that kind of negative outcome will drive you better to get a healthier relationship. There's another point. How do you process the lessons you have learned throughout your life? Do you remember successes better or failures? Because it all depends on how you're going to perceive your future endeavors and how you're going to be driven to reach those goals and objectives. So again, if you can remember successes in your life and celebrate them and be proud of them, you will have a better tendency to look for positive outcome again. Whereas if you only remember failures and you get depressed just thinking about it, you get aggravated by remembering your failures, maybe you'll be more likely to avoid negative outcomes in the future. So again, if you had a, let's say, lucky life where everything was pretty much straightforward, you never really had to struggle too much. Of course, life was not easy every day, but overall, you had good parents that raised you well, that taught you lessons about life. You studied in a good school, you had a good job, you made enough money to sustain yourself, save a bit. That's what I call a comfortable without issue life. Now you're conditioned to have been more successful maybe and remembering those successes has a tremendous impact on the way you perceive yourself today and how you want to move forward from now on. And basically this will help you focus on positive outcomes and your drive, your motivation will be to look for more positive outcomes. On the other hand, if you had a more difficult life where money was a bit more scarce when relationships at home were not ideal, even sometimes traumatizing or painful, you don't want to repeat these. And maybe you consider these as failures. Even though they shouldn't be considered as such, they're just steps on your way to gain a better life. 
Eventually, though, your mind and your experience, your memories will condition you to avoid the repetition of those bad experiences. You see them as failures. You want to avoid repeating failures or you want to use these failures to become better. And in both cases, I think it comes down to humility and shame. When you've had a comfortable life, maybe successful life, can you stay humble enough to realize that maybe you might encounter something more difficult in the future? And yes, you've been successful, you've celebrated those successes, but does this successful life get to you and make you feel too proud? And when you become too proud, you become complacent, you're not humble enough, and then you start making mistakes. So at which point do you celebrate enough and realize you still have more work to do? On the other hand, if you perceive your life as many failures and you feel like you've been dealt a, a really bad deck of cards, is there any way you can come out of it and, and become successful, achieve more in your life? And this is related to how much shame you attach to these memories and to this previous life of yours. So can you minimize shame and shoot for greatness? So humility and shame will impact the way you motivate yourself on a daily basis. So what are the three takeaways for today's episode? The first one, when you try to reach an objective, be clear on how you like to proceed. Do you shoot for rewards or do you avoid pain, shame and embarrassment? In other words, do you think the carrot motivates you or the stick is a better motivator? Second point, each aspect of your life should be approached differently. And each aspect of your life requires some kind of a different mindset. So again, if you're looking to avoid financial bankruptcy versus looking for a great relationship, the approach is different. One is you're looking to avoid a painful situation. The other one, you're looking for a reward. You're looking for something positive. And the third point is, how do you remember the lessons you've learned in your life and how does it impact you as a person now? Are you a humble person? Are you ashamed of what happened in the past? Do these two feelings have a strong impact on you in the future? So what kind of a person are you? Do you enjoy the carrot or do you fear the stick? Feel free to share with me a recent event that made you tend to one side more than the other. I would love to hear what drove you to pursue that goal. And as always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who still cannot figure out the right way to motivate themselves and to reach their objectives. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to listen to two new episodes every week. And I will see you again on our next episode.